Hey guys, welcome back to Caffeine and Crime. You guys are probably wondering where I've been this week. <laughs> um, sorry, it's a very, very late upload. Probably the latest one I've ever done, but I had gotten to about Thursday and I was like, I still have not gotten this week's episode ready. And like, you know, because I go through my notes every single episode and I didn't have all my notes ready to go. So I was like, you know what? Saturday's Halloween. Fuck it. It's going to be a Halloween episode. So happy Halloween, guys. <laughs> Hopefully you guys have a moment today to listen to this. I know I'm probably going to be running around most of the day until the evening where I get to relax. What are your guys' Halloween plans? I'm going to be probably in sweats watching some Halloween or scary movies. Um, but let me know what you guys are doing. You guys can find me over on Instagram at Caffeine Crime Podcast. And yeah, let's get into today's episode. So still in spooky season, like I said, and spooky season still going to be next week and so on as well. Um, I'm still having so much fun recording these. I hope you guys are loving them as well. Today we actually have another hotel. So we're going to be talking about a hotel in Canada. So if you're from Canada listening, hello. I'm going to make sure I'm touching on different places as well instead of just the U.S. But last week we talked about the Stanley Hotel. And this week we have the the Fairmont Banff. Is that how you say that? Springs Hotel? I could be mispronouncing that completely. I actually have not had time to watch any videos on this hotel um, or anything like that. If you have any good su suggestions, send them my way because I still love to watch that kind of stuff. Um, but this is literally just tons and tons of articles and blog posts and things like that that I've looked at. So I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce that. I'm probably going to call this place the Fairmont throughout this. But it is in Alberta, Canada. And from hauntedrooms.com, it says that it has been welcoming guests for over 125 years. The Castle of Rockies, as it's fondly known, has seen many guests pass through the doors, some famous and some royal. But guests of another kind still walk its halls. So we're going to get into a lot about this. I do want to talk about um, a little bit about the hotel itself, just like I did the Stanley. This one was built in 1888. Crazy. Um, and it's at the terminus of the railway. If you're from Canada or from that area, you may have a better understanding of that. Um, it was meant to be a retreat for traveling businessmen and it's picturesque surroundings and luxurious quality of it earned its nickname, the Castle of the Rockies. Over the hundred plus years of this hotel, it's hosted guests such as Queen Elizabeth II, um, Helen Keller, and even Marilyn Monroe. Ooh. It was first built in 1888. It was originally a wooden structure and it was built out of being necessary for the Canadian Pacific Railway. So I think that's what the last article was talking about um, that was stretching westward. So a high-class hotel was needed for people traveling along that way. The vice president of the CPR, which is the Canadian Pacific Railway, William Van Horn, saw the hotel not only as a stop-off point, but also a world-class travel destination. With its breathtaking mountain scenery and natural hot springs, it had a lot to be proud of. There was a major fire in 1926 that completely devastated the building, 
and a complete reconstruction was carried out. The new construction was to be loosely based on a Scottish castle with the towers and stone walls, and that is how it got its nickname. The springs nearby um, enjoyed a upsurge in popularity in the 1930s when celebrities and royal began flocking to the hotel. It quickly became known as the Castle of the Rockies. Surrounded by pristine wilderness, snow-capped mountains, and magical lakes, and also the spring, and it's truly one of Canada's most majestic hotels is what I have seen. Um, and says as well as world-class surroundings, the hotel also offers world-class service and everything in this hotel is supposed to be like very, very nice. So like it's a very luxurious stay. It's 768 guest rooms are all cozy rooms tucked away in the quiet corners of the castle to the open suites overlooking the Alberta's mountaintops. The spring offers a vast array of activities for all seasons, including downhill skiing, cross-country skiing, dog sledding, snowshoeing, skating, 27-hole championship golf course, hiking, fishing, river rafting, horseback riding, and a lot of other exciting activities. It caters to families with a wide choice of activities for children, as well as kids' clubs, menus, and babysitting. If you want to relax after a long day, there is the Willow Steam Spa that's located in the center of Banff. I don't want to mispronounce that, but it's the Banff Springs. Um, there are a number of places to choose from to enjoy a sit-down dinner or to grab something quick. There's also lots of choice in cuisine, with restaurants offering Canadian, Italian, Japanese and health conscious mills. There you go. <laughs> it says as well as a large choice of restaurants, the hotel offer also offers a choice of places to have a quiet drink with pubs and bars and lounges. And once again, under the things to do, there's a wealth of activities available when staying. There's a variety of snow-based activities, access with some of the best ski slopes in Canada. There's also a championship golf course that says it's on site. Surrounding offers tons of activities same that we just went over fishing hiking horseback riding and just steps away from the hotel are the authentic mountain town um and you can enjoy the year-round lake louise events and attractions local galleries and museums and also the gondola and mineral rich hot springs so there you go a little bit about it um Again, thanks to hauntedrooms.com. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, some of my notes is from that today because I love the way it was worded and I felt like it just kind of got to the point, kind of talked about the history a little bit. Unlike the Stanley, we won't know too much more um, from digging, at, from the sites that I did get information from, but we know a little bit of the history, but what makes this so spooky? So the first room to talk about is what is known as the Lost Room. And you, if you know the story or anything to do with this hotel, you may be thinking I'm talking about room 873. But I'm not. We'll get to that room in a minute. This is the secret room. This room was actually built on 1888. Like when the hotel was built, this room was built. So back when it was completely wooden. So during the construction of the original wooden hotel, there was a huge error with a contractor. He had built things backwards and there was a room built that had no windows or doors 
And it's been said that the owner was kind of embarrassed about the mistake. He already like had the mistake with the contractor of, I guess, building some things backwards and not the way like he wanted them originally to be. So he didn't want this to be known as another mistake. So they actually boarded it up and they didn't even like go on with it. Like a whole extra room and they're just like, let's board it up. Let's forget about it and move on. And that's what they did. And the room after that, like nobody really knew about this room or anything because it was boarded up. So no guests stayed there, nothing like that. And the room was discovered again after the fire that broke out in 1926 when everything burnt down and they had to redo it. So that's when the room was finally found. But there was no guest that ever stayed in this room. There was no windows or doors. It's really strange. I'm like, that's a lot of money. You're just like throwing out the window by not having that extra room. But I mean, I guess it's not really something you really have to worry about when you have 768 guest rooms. <laughs> I don't know if they had that many back in, the, in that time either, but um, that's just crazy to me. I just feel like even back at that time, they'd be like, oh no, put a window and a door and let's get it going, you know? Um, so it's very strange. I Apparently now it is a room, but um, since then, ghosts have often been seen roaming the hall outside of this room. And I kind of wanted to know what floor this was on. I did just see in an article where this cost $250,000 to build. And to stay the night in one of the rooms, it cost $3.50 a night. Again, how insane is that? I kind of touched on that a little bit um, in my Stanley Hotel one, but that is just like mind boggling to me. So apparently when the room was missing or like not being used, the staff had 200 other rooms to keep them busy. So I guess it was just, it just went unnoticed. But apparently it does have some lingering ghost around it. Honestly, not sure about where it is located. If that is something you know, let me know. Or if I find out, I'll leave it in today's blog, which you guys is you guys know it's linked down below in the description area. But um, every time I look up secret room or lost room, it's always room 873 that pops up. So let's get into room 873. This room was reportedly the scene of a tragic murder of a family. Its doors have since been bricked up and made to look like the rest of the wall in the hallway. And guests have reported seeing ghosts outside this room, possibly members of the family that were reported to have been murdered here. So let's dig a little bit deeper into this because it's, it's strange, right? The mystery of room 873 begins with the destructive fire in 1926 requiring extensive hotel remodels. Shortly after reopening the hotel in 1928, a gruesome murder took place in room 873 with the husband killing his wife and daughter. Ugh. From that point on, the room produced strange sounds, screams, and shadows along with repeating bloody handprints of a little girl on the mirror. Oh, that's so sad. As a result of the complaints from the guest, management finally had the room sealed and blended into the hallway. Hotel staff and visitors, however, continued to report ghosts walking the hallways and that room 873, in fact, is haunted. So crazy. So apparently this guy killed his not only his wife, but his little daughter as well, and then killed himself. Um, is what I have read that it's like a murder suicide. So awful. 
Um, and yeah, it was so intense that they actually boarded it up. It's crazy to think that nowadays, like if they were to take bust down all that brick, so many people would probably stay there to like ghost hunt and stuff. It's insane, which I'm sure they still do anyways, but just in general to stay in that room. Um, and that's where some people think that it's not true and that th the whole thing is a lie. But Everything that I have read says that there is plenty of evidence to back up that room 83 still exists behind the brick and the drywall. Apparently even like the people who work at the hotel even confirm it. But there are rooms ending with 7-3 on both the 7th and the 9th floor, but not on the 8th floor. The baseboard in the hallway has been cut to fit the width of a door. Knocking on the wall produces a hollow sound behind the drywall. And lastly, the hallway light is still located where a door should be. But there is no room 873. It's pretty crazy if you think about it. Like, they went out of their way that much. I mean, it, it's not that ex – or it's, it's pretty – you got to think. It's pretty expensive to drywall and then brick up a whole wall where a room was at because it's not like that just cost them money but they're losing money like if they get booked up and they don't have that room to put somebody in or you know it's a whole extra room a whole extra room to make money and it's insane this one is pretty crazy. I mean, most of these are really crazy. This one is the burning bride. So stories suggest that a woman dressed in her wedding gown lost her life on the staircase. I'm not sure what staircase this is. I have seen from pictures. There will be pictures on the blog, guys. You guys know I always include them over there. But there is this, this like staircase that kind of like looks like a normal one that you're going up. But it's almost like, I don't know, it almost looks like you're like in a train station or something is kind of like what I'm looking at. I'm pretty sure this is part of the hotel though. Um, and like it exits down two ways, but when you go up, it almost looks like it goes like as a spiral up. So I don't know if it's these stairs or not, but there were candles on the staircase when the bride was walking up to them. When suddenly her dress caught fire and in a panic, she tripped and fell down the stairs, dying from a broken neck. Ooh. Many people have reported seeing her ghost in full wedding gown, often dancing in the ballroom. Guests and staff have in some cases witnessed the flames of her dress as she dances. Others have witnessed the woman on the staircase where she lost her life. And staff have also reported strange noises coming from the bridal suite, even when the suite is vacant. Then we have the bellboy or the bellman. And he is pretty popular when it comes to the ghost of this hotel. His name was Sam McCauley. He's probably the most popular because we have a name. He was a bellman at the hotel in the 60s through the 70s, and although not much is known about how or where he died, his ghost is said to haunt the hotel to this day. So that is the strange thing because like we talked about in the Stanley Hotel about the, I think it was like the fourth floor being haunted with women and children and hearing a lot of giggling and stuff and um, the ghost hunter and like author of tons of paranormal things he had said you know some ghosts they don't haunt places that bad things happen like they do places are haunted from deaths and murders and you know all kinds of really sad things like that but some places are haunted because ghosts 
are returning to places where they were the most happiest in their lives is what this guy said. So this kind of makes sense to me and it's crazy. Like, was Sam really happy being at the Fairmont? Like, was this a really good part of his life and he really enjoyed it? Um, he has been known to appear in his 1960s uniform helping guests get into locked rooms, turn on room lights, or help with carrying bags. So crazy. He often witnessed on the ninth floor. So was that his favorite floor? <laughs> and if you try to start a conversation or attempt to tip Sam, he will vanish. So he doesn't want your tip. Um, apparently he doesn't want to talk to you either. <laughs> he just wants to help. He's just doing his job still. Apparently helping with the luggage is his favorite and he has been dead since 1975. So some other reports, um, there's also apparently a ghost of a bartender that has been witnessed by staff and guests. He is usually informing guests that they have drunk a little too much and perhaps it's best if they go to bed. <laughs> but one of the most craziest ones yet has been the talk of a ghost of a headless man playing the bagpipes. Man. What a sight to see. There's also apparently like an urban myth. Um, the official position of the Fairmont Banff Springs Hotel is that the lost room and room 873 are one and the same and the mass murder never happened. So there is like this urban myth behind it that says that they weren't true. They're saying that smaller rooms were enlarged. Um, with where doors, I guess, had used to be and lights were located. Um, ghost stories connected with the lost room have become over decades an urban myth or legend. Hotel management does acknowledge other historical ghosts, such as the dancing bride, the bellman, the headless piper, the hallway of mirrors, and haunted bathrooms. Besides, a couple of ghost stories are good for business, they say, and the hotel even offers Halloween heritage ghost tour packages, as well as a haunted hotel gala affair, along with a night at the hotel when you register, and if you have the nerve, ask for room 873. So that is very strange to me, because I feel like while this could be completely, you know, true, I mean, the hotel and like the staff and all that are on board, and they, you know are confirming that there is, you know, the bellman, the bride, I mean, God, the headless piper, I would kind of think like they're telling the truth and that they're, this is just an urban myth. Like it's kind of one of those things where you're kind of bummed because you don't want to really believe that. You kind of want to believe that there's like the spookiness and like the hauntedness of the past and that things happen there. Um, it does kind of make sense because usually when there is, you know, add-ons and stuff like that, sometimes they'll skip on things here and there to make it a little bit cheaper or, you know, whatever. And if they're like enlarging rooms, that could have just been the case. But I don't know, it's strange. 873, like I don't understand like where this room would have went. Um, maybe try staying in the room right next to it or where you would think it would be at and see like how far it expands, um, where it stops. I don't know. It would be really hard to kind of like try to figure out if it's there or not besides what other people have done. It's really weird since a lot of people have confirmed that in fact there is a room there that is blocked off. So it's really, really strange 
what are the hotel people trying to hide? <laughs> what are the owners trying to hide and the staff? Like what's going on there? <laughs> but who knows? It could just be an urban myth. Either, either way, I love urban legends, urban myths, and um, haunted things in general. So we at least have some haunted stuff here. I mean, even without the headless piper, like the bellman and the bride sound like a hoot. Besides that though, this place sounds incredible to stay. Um, let me know if you guys would stay. Like, would you be brave enough to stay here? I feel like out of all of them that I've kind of read about so far, like it sounds very more laid back. Like uh, the ghosts aren't really like messing with you a lot. They're not like, you know, the maid from the Stanley picking up your things or packing your things and putting them outside the door. <laughs> so um, I definitely feel like I would be more safe staying at a place like this or I would feel a little bit more comfortable, um, but it's crazy. I think it's kind of nice to see that it's more so like people who have come back to this because they enjoyed it here. Like even the bride when she's back, even though it's so sad, like she's dancing in the ballroom having the time of, well, I guess of her afterlife. Um, and you know, the bellman coming back to like a place where he enjoyed working apparently. And I'm the same way. I don't like small talk. You know, you start asking me questions and I might shut off too. <laughs> Let me know what you guys think though. If there's anything that I missed about this Fairmont Hotel, please let me know. Um, this is, like I said, the one in Canada. So I know that there's other Fairmonts as well. And I think there's actually another Fairmont that might be haunted as well. But the stories with this one behind it is what made me choose it. And I also wanted to get a little bit out of the US and talk about this as well. But let me know what you guys think. Of course, again, jump over to my blog. I'm going to have, um, if I have any links they'll be there otherwise it'll be some fun pictures to go along with this so you guys can have a little bit of a visual and also jump over to my instagram make sure you follow so you're updated I really try to have episodes up every Tuesday, but as you guys know it just has not been happening. My weeks have been super busy. I am many things let me just say that but one of the things that I do is makeup and I do a lot of special effects makeup and that type of ordeal so that's what I've been doing as well if you guys want to find me on YouTube I'm Allie Brianne um I will try to remember to put that in the description box for you guys because I've been doing some pretty cool special effects makeup for Halloween and that type of ordeal over there so go check it out but thank you guys I will try to be back Tuesday but if not, it will be up next week. I will have a new episode for you guys for the continuation of spooky season. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a great rest of your Halloween. Stay safe, wear a mask, and don't forget to vote. It's coming up. If you're in the U.S., do not forget to vote. I will see you guys next week with episode five.